Will Van Winkle and the Six Spins with the Coloured Pictures taken from their latest album EP The Deirdre Knickerbocker Diaries Part 1 you are tuned into the Whiskey and Cigarettes show in the company of your Cabacus Nova Romeo the Rodeo and the Italian Dijonek and my wee boy it's truly an honour and a pleasure to welcome the show today Mr Will Van Winkle. Hey Will how are you today? I'm doing great how are you doing? I'm doing wonderful thanks Will and of course I want to thank you so so much for taking the time out to be a guest on the show today. No, it's my pleasure. Uh, it, it's a great show to be a part of. Oh, thank you very much for that. And the pleasure is certainly ours. Well, we just heard this great song of yours, Colored Pictures, taken, as I was saying, from your latest EP. Now, when it comes to the origins of this song, Will, how did this one come about? That one is, um, I was living in the former Soviet Union, Tashkent, Uzbekistan, and I was remembering a trip to New York, where um, I was when I discovered that I was going to be moving to the former Soviet Union. And it just kind of occurred to me that I made this huge decision on a whim, but I would agonize over these tiny little decisions that mean absolutely nothing in the grand scheme of things. And so that's where the line uh, around the world in 80 days across the street in the week comes from, because it's like basically these tiny little nothing uh, things that I was uh, choosing to do were so hard for me to do, but it was like, hey, let's move halfway across the world to a country you've never been to with a language you don't speak. And I'm like, yeah, cool, let's go. <laughs> wow. Now I have to ask, how long did you stay in, in Russia? Um, it was uh, three years um, in Tashkent, Uzbekistan, so the Central Asia region of the of. Okay, you know, what used to be considered the former Soviet Union, right? Right. 
So uh, it was a Central Asian region. So it was pretty, it was way different than anything that I've ever experienced before. But I was there for about three years. Wow. And, uh, and uh, did, you, did you then come away from the country being able to speak some of the language? Oh, yeah. I speak a little bit of Russian. Uh, I speak a lot of German, but I spent nine years in Germany. So, um, but yeah, I can speak basically uh, what I would call supermarket Russian. Okay. I'm not cool. going to starve. I'm not going to starve. I'm not going to get lost, but I cannot have a conversation. <laughs> wow. Well, still, I have to answer. Definitely, you're definitely quite the globetrotter, I, I will say. I mean, that's amazing. And uh, looking actually at this uh, latest EP of yours and the bands, of course, the Diedrich Knickerbocker Diaries, Volume 1. Now, when it comes to this EP as a whole, Will, um, how would you best describe it? I mean, what are people getting with this latest offering of the bands? Well, we're uh, an Americana band, so sometimes you get a little bit more rock, sometimes you're going to get a little bit more country, sometimes, you know, you'll get a little bit more blues. So there's a nice mix of uh, styles in there. Mm -hmm. And um, this one is a little bit more driving than the last one. The last one had uh, several slow songs. This one's only got one slower song on there. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's, I feel it's an energetic EP and uh, definitely gets you up and moving and, and, probably wanting to travel because there's a couple of songs about traveling. Yeah. It's definitely a fabulous, fabulous EP for sure. And seeing the title here, am I to assume that you're a fan of Washington Irving? Um, well, my last name actually is Van Winkle. Okay. So it, it's not a stage name. So I, I, at some point, and that's a great question. No one's asked me that one. Um, because I was At aware, of course, point, of the character of Diedrich Knickerbocker, of course, the character created by Washington Irving. Exactly. And he's the one that basically had the account of the story of Rip Van Winkle. Mm-hmm. And so no one's ever caught that. You're the first person to caught that. That's amazing. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm so glad I'm talking to you now because of that. Um, but yeah, since my name actually is Van Winkle, at some point I decided to start playing off of the story of Rip Van Winkle on our debut EP, The Perpetual Club of Sages, Philosophers, and Other Idle Personages. Uh, in the story of Rip Van Winkle, it says that he would, in times of sol- when he was seeking solace, he would go hang out at this pub that was a perpetual club of sages. So this is the second time that I've played off of the story of Rip Van Winkle. Oh, okay. So okay. So obviously, there's an ongoing theme here, and you're, it's a, like your homage, if you will, to these to these characters and stuff. And, and actually, speaking of novels, because you definitely seem like like the like the very well read kind of guy and the educated guy. What would you say? Would you say you have favorite novels or favorite authors? Um, I kind of jump around a little bit uh definitely like you know more of the the pop culture stuff uh so you know when i was in high school of course whenever we did shakespeare or anything like that i was the one that finished first and i loved it and i thought it was great and everybody's like i don't know what they're saying (laughs) so i i i kind of always did migrate a little bit towards the written word but i think one of the one of my favorites would be um Oh, what is his last name? I know his first name is Stephen, but I cannot, I can't remember the last name right now. Michael Connolly's another one. Uh, used to be when I was younger, Stephen King, but I kind of got out of that phase. Ah, well, since you mentioned Stephen King, ha- have you checked, I mean, I know it's, it's been out for a while now. Ha- did you check out the latest It movies? No, I didn't. Um, at some point, I just, I don't 
really go see movies a lot anymore. I just stopped. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. Um, I prefer listening to music, maybe reading the book, things like that. I just feel like a lot of times movies leave a lot of stuff out and when it's adapted from a novel. Well, and that's totally fair because I do know that there were quite, there were some people that actually had took up issue with the latest it film as great as you know some parts of it were that they were they felt that it wasn't a hundred percent true say true to the original Stephen King novel and you know you have done quite a lot in your life you've been all over the world and, and such and I have to ask when in your life have you felt the most challenged Malaysia. Um, that was the first time that I'd ever been to a former Brit. Well, I mean, yeah, the U S was a former British colony, but uh, where they're driving, uh, on the opposite right side of the road, it was the first time I've ever been to a, a British colony where they're driving on the opposite side of the road. And so that to me was very difficult to grasp. And I actually almost stepped off the curb into an oncoming bus. Oh, wow. I mean, I, the, I was so close that the wind knocked me backwards. Wow, that's quite an experience. But then obviously you were able, you got your, um, got a handle on driving on the other side of the road. So, hey, that's another skill that you've developed. You can drive on both sides now. Oh, no, I didn't drive. I took taxis and buses. No, this was trying to cross the street to a bus stop. Okay. <laughs> okay, so you didn't even attempt the, the drive, the, 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 should we say driving the wrong way, as folks often say when it comes to the Brits. Right. No, I, I, um, I have to say that I am scared to death of that idea. And anytime that I ever go anywhere that they drive on the other side, opposite side of the road than the U.S., I will take taxis or or buses or whatever public transportation there is available. Well, I, I, I certainly can't blame you. And, uh, and, and throughout you know, your career and such and you know, things that you've done, when would you say you felt the most proud or what would you say you are proudest of? when it comes to achievements and things you've done? Um, excellent question. That, that, that requires some deep thought from me. I would probably say here recently with the six pins, uh, the band has been together for about five years, mm-hmm. well, six years, but uh, performing for five. And um, we've just done, because we've been working with uh, uh, Barry public Rela- or Wayne public relations We've been able to do some really, really amazing things. Talk with some great uh, podcasts, radio stations. We did a, a great TV interview that was aired in seven states. Um, and I think it, the music and the way everything has come together, it, it, it's just really come together to the point where people are starting to take interest. So I would think the Six Pins is probably the most proud that I've been of a project or uh, a band. In that, for that matter. Well, and I'm sure the rest of the boys in the band will be very happy to hear that. <laughs> yeah, if they're listening, I think they'll definitely put a smile on their faces. And, uh, uh, and you know, you, you and I mentioned this briefly, I believe, um, off air. When it came to, you know, because sadly we're still going through it, but hopefully, you know, it won't be as bad as it has been. When it came to like COVID and being, you know, part of the music world during COVID, how, what did that look like for you? It was a little rough at first. Uh, we didn't get, as you, I'm sure you know, uh, we didn't get shut down in the U.S. nearly as tightly as Europe. And I still have friends in Germany, and I've, my son lives in Germany, and he performs in a band. Mm-hmm. Um, and they haven't 
performed for since 2019 and we were off for probably about four months before we just had to follow certain protocols you know if we were out in the audience we had to wear a mask we had to have less than this number of people in the bar or club or restaurant so we we went back to clubs and restaurants and things like that so that we had fewer people but we were still able to perform it just took about three months before we were able to do that so it, it hasn't been that big of an impact on us other artists that are doing like stadium tours and things like that, they just now are starting to get out again. Um, so, you know, and then coming up in 2022, we're shooting for open air um, festivals, things like that. So it's even less of a, a concern, uh, but it is still a concern. You know, we've been, we've gotten the vaccine despite some people's claims that it's government propaganda and, you know, a lot of people claim that it was uh, uh, an election issue. And, you know, it's like I having lived overseas, I pay attention to the news overseas. So I know it was a big deal. I know it was a serious thing still is, but it hasn't affected us quite as much as it ha- affected you guys over there. Yes, unfortunately, over living over here in Italy, we were kind of almost patient zero after China, of course. And so um, I, I definitely, I definitely know what that what that was all about. It was it was absolutely horrendous. But on to should we say lighter things when it comes yeah. to when it comes to uh, you know promoting the band and this kind of thing. As I'm sure you're aware, social media is plays a big big part in the promotional game these days. Now, when it comes to you and your relationship with social media, would you say that you? are able to disconnect for it when needed? Or are you one of those people who's very, very much kind of onto it and constantly looking at social media and checking that kind of stuff out? I'm constantly checking it, but not for promotional purposes. Hmm. Uh, I do a lot of promotional work on uh, social media. We're on Facebook, we're on Instagram. And if you're looking for us, it's Will Van Winkle and the Six Pins. Will only has one L. Um, But because I have so many friends and family in so many different places. Like, uh, you know, my, I'm from Texas. My brother is still down there. My niece, my nephew, they're still down there. My sister's up in New York. I'm in Tennessee. Uh, my mother's in Iowa. You know, my son is in Germany. So I've got people all over the place. So I'm on social media kind of trying to keep up with all these people mm-hmm. more than I am promoting. But I do, I do quite a bit of promoting uh, as well, especially when we're doing interviews or coming out with a new project or have a concert coming up or something like that. So yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty much always, my phone's always in my hand. I'm always checking on something. First thing I do when I get up, last thing I do when I go to bed. (laughs) Yes. Like a lot of us indeed. And, and attached to that question, as, as I'm sure, you know, also, especially in the States, it seems, there's big, social media has kind of almost been the cause of a lot of divisiveness in the sense that, you know, it's cool. I mean, probably also what happened also in the recent uh, elections in the States and it's kind of spread through social media and such. Do you feel that kind of toxicity when it comes to that? Or are you able to kind of avoid it? Oh, there, there is, I mean, there's not a day that goes by that I don't see at least one post that just makes my eyes roll back in my head. Uh, the, the toxicity is, is getting bad. It used to be a place where people could go make jokes, have fun, keep up with people, things like that. And now everybody's trying to politicize it and, you know, make it about, well, you know, the Republicans say this and the Democrats say this. And, you know, because we only have two parties in the U.S., mm-hmm. really. Uh, so 
people are constantly at each other's throats because of this and the social media puts it out there and it's just, you never get away from it anymore. You used to be able to remain friends with somebody that had a different point of view than you. And now it's like people, they, they just grow to hate each other over this. Yeah. It's very, very sad. In fact, I've, I've also witnessed kind of a long time friendships just wither away and die over, over these kind of things. It's very, very sad how, you know, as you said, a place where maybe people could either hang out or just, you know, enjoy has become very much a ground for just online battles, literally between people. And it's very, very sad. And, you know, you, of course, I, I still have so much you know, uh, ahead of you and so many great things to do and such. But I'm wondering, what do you think you'll be like in your old age? Um, <laughs> I'm probably already there in some people's opinions. <laughs> um, uh, I will be the guy and my daughter, my daughter already expects this of me. She's going to get a phone call. And the first thing she's going to say is, what did he do now? So my daughter's pretty much already set on, you know, bailing me out of jail or, you know, picking me up with a broken arm or a broken leg because I did something stupid. I'm probably going to revert a little bit to more of a teenager phase because, you know, if I don't have to work, why not? <laughs> Amen. Exactly. Look, at least you're not going to be one of those guys who's like, get off my lawn, you darn kids. <laughs> you know, so. <laughs> no, I'm probably not even going to have a lawn at this point. Um, I'm planning on when my girlfriend's kids are 18 and out of the house, we're planning on moving into the RV and just traveling around even more than I've already done. So it's, it's, uh, I'm not going to have a lawn, so I don't have to worry about anybody being on it, you know? <laughs> exactly. There you go. That's a problem solved. And, you know, of course, 2021 is slowly but surely coming to a close. Now, when it comes to new year in 2022, what does, so far 2022 look like for for you and the band and and other things very optimistic we've got a great new guitar player zach mirrors he came to us from comanche oklahoma uh butch bella our drummer he's been with us a, almost a year now uh, he's really fit in very well and then alan atkinson my bass player has been with me since the beginning so we've got a really good solid lineup um, we're excited about what's coming up. We're, we're looking at, um, festivals. A lot of them are giving us really positive feedback despite having to cancel for the past two or three years, depending on when the festival took place. Uh, we've already got, we're already working on new singles. Uh, first one's planning on January. We're probably going to release a single every other month until about November when we release our next five song EP. Uh, so we've got a lot going on. We've got a lot planned and we're all very excited about where we're going. Well, fabulous. It seems like it's going to be a, a one. A 2022 seems like it's going to be a great year for you, of course, and uh, the six pins, of course. And speaking of great things, uh, we're, we're going to be going into another awesome song from the Diedrich Knickerbocker Diaries Volume 1, which will be All Along. Now, when it comes to this song, any stories behind this one? Yeah, this one's a really funny story. Um, so the first line of the song, first two lines of the song, I drove all night and half the day straight into the heart of a hurricane. That's a true story. Uh, I drove into Hurricane Harvey from Nashville. I went down to Texas. A friend of mine and his girlfriend, Dan Topper, and his wife, Angie, um, were about to get married. Mm. And they had been dating for 
I don't know how long everybody been giving him a hard time about getting married. And so basically when the hurricane was announced on the weekend of his wedding, we went down to make sure he was still going to get married. Uh, and, and it's, it's hilarious that I get to tell you that because he, I, I, he was the first person that I sent the song to when I finished it and he loved it. And so now he gets to hear on, uh, what you're syndicated on 25 mm-hmm. stations worldwide. Yes, indeed. So now he gets to hear the story of his wedding being told, uh, around the world. <laughs> well, that's fabulous. And, and I guess we could say you heard it here for, first folks. So I think that's, that's, that's a great story to a, a great song for sure. So we're going to be into this great one. This will be Will Van Winkle and the six spins with all along. Will, I want to once again, thank you so, so much for your time. I truly appreciate it. And of course I want to wish you and the band continued success with your careers and all the very best for the remainder of 2021. Thank you so much. I had a great time talking to you. Oh, the pleasure was certainly ours. One more people, you heard it from Will Van Winkle, from Will Van Winkle and The Six Spins. Be sure to check out, check them out. They're definitely worth your time. They have an awesome EP out, new out EP out there, The Deirdre Knickerbocker Diaries, Volume 1. Here's another great song from it. This will be All Along. You are tuned into the Whiskey and Cigarettes Show with your Italian Dijanek. We'll be right back after this. <laughs> Just kidding. 